All right, good evening and welcome to that weekend edition of your preferred sports show radio. This is Talk Football Talk Sports. Yes, you are listening to Empire Radio 104.5 FM and I remain yours truly. I'm Jerry Afoma, the Jade's Wonder. Ah, sit back, relax. It is that weekend edition of your preferred show. Uh, let's ride together through that world of sports of this beautiful Friday evening. Now, uh, Desmond is riding late. But it will be here. Trust me, it will be here. But then, like we do on the weekend edition of this show, I'd like to appreciate all of you who's been keeping it 100 with us on Talk About Talks. But thank you all so, so much for always tuning in and participating with us on the show. Do continue to stay safe out there. I cannot stress that enough. And we will continue to bring to you all um, the happenings in the world of sport. It is a weekend again, of course. Um, leagues everywhere, especially the English Premier League. The Empire FM Fantasy Premier League is ongoing. Um... Arrange your teams, get them ready, win the manager of the week, manager of the month, you know, win some airtime and all that. Okay, get also, uh, we have our um, top football talk sport group um, with insane analysis about, in fact, lately uh, it has been about um, an interesting argument back and forth in that group with um, a lot of takes, a lot of takes, and uh, I must stress this, uh, it's not easy being an anchor in the group because uh, I actually try to... Uh, be fair with my assessments. I'm not allowed to be um, myself, the fanatic in me. Um, you know, I'm not allowed to. Uh, I'm allowed to actually, but then I just try to not bring that side of me to the group. But you know, I let them feel it once, once. You know, I try to, you know, just balance everything strictly on them. You know, knowledge and learning sake. But then you know, sometimes eh. The the, 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 the the what's it called the the feeling I've been getting lately is some people just want to drag some unnecessary conversations in that group and if it was the normal you know me that I like to just you know okay let me just stress you a bit when we are bantering and all that I would have just <laughs> anyway it's all good it's all good it's been fun I'm having fun um yesterday um, on on was it during the week it was about um, Borussia Dortmund this morning or yesterday's stroke today it was about Kai Havertz and his preferred uh, preferred role. It's been crazy. It's been crazy. Only God knows what will happening today in the group. I've not been there for like a few hours. And, um, you know, just to be a part of both groups, just um, send me hi on WhatsApp to 0802797208 and I will add you to the group in case you want to be a part of um, our discussions in that group. I have been in the studio, the playmaker himself, Desmond Adego. Okay, welcome Desmond. How are you doing? Uh, I'm, I'm doing great, Jerry. Good evening and good evening to our uh, listeners at home, you know, it's another weekend edition of this yeah, uh, yeah. preferred program. You know, it's good to be here this evening. All right, welcome, this one. Um, quick, let, let, don't, don't let us waste time. Let us quickly look at other sporting action starting with Formula One where Jensen Button and we enter three NASCAR Cup Series races this year, uh, debuting at the um, circuit of the Americas on March 26th. Button won the 2009 F1 World Championship with Braun and later drove for Mercedes before leaving the series in 2017. Button has since tried his hand on rival series but had not until now raced in NASCAR. Meanwhile, um, seven-time champion Lewis Hamilton urged Mercedes engineers to own up for their performances issues after a slow start to the season. Mercedes um, Hamilton finished fifth in the opening race in Bahrain behind both Red, Bull car, Red Bull's car, uh, Master Martins Fernando Alonso and Ferrari's Carlos Sainz. Mercedes team principal Toto Wolff admitted that radical changes are needed and any hope of competing this season is already on the back burner as they continue to attract criticism. Major improvements for the Saudi Arabian Grand Prix later this month are unlikely, but Hamilton is keen for the engineers to own up 
to their errors. Um, in golf, players who join the LIV golf should not be allowed to return to the PGA Tour upon the expiration of their contracts with the breakaway circuits, according to Mark Fitzpatrick. Um, the PGA Tour has suspended players who signed up for the controversial Saudi Arabia back competition since it launched last year, and PGA Tour Commissioner Jay Monohan said there was no pathway in place should a player wishes to reverse such a switch. Despite Fitzpatrick's strong views on the LIV circuit, he repeated his belief that defecting players should be allowed to represent Europe at Ryder Cups later this year. And still in golf, John Ram is a fan of PGA Tour's recent changes to their schedule and prize money and give credit to LIV Golf for the changes at the Players' um, Championship. Ram, who is the undisputed hottest player in golf right now um, and currently world number one, is thankful for the competition and effect that it has had and has no, and has no hard feelings towards players who join the LIV Golf. However, he still feels the PGA Tour is clearly the home of the exciting, of the most exciting and competitive um, golf. In tennis, Goran Ivanisevic, the coach of Novak Djokovic, says the Serbian has not given up hope of competing at the Miami Open this month. The 22-time Grand Slam champion withdrew from Indian Wales earlier this week as he is unable to play in the United States because he is not vaccinated against COVID-19. Djokovic applied for special permission to enter the USA but was not given the green light despite the United States um, Tennis Association and the US Open expressing their hope Djokovic would be allowed to future. He might have to withdraw again from the, Maya, from the Miami Open as coach Ivanisevic pressed for a swift decision on the ongoing issue. In boxing, head in hand, has accused um, Tyson Fury of playing fans for years amid a stall in talks regarding a unification bout against Alexander Usyk. Fury and Usyk are expected to face off this year to determine the first unified heavyweight champion since the year 2000, but discussions are reported to have hit a stumbling block. Usyk promoter Alex Krusyuk said Fury had rejected the 60-40 plus split, uh, plus split in favor of the winner, which came after Fury's promoter Wang Warren indicated no further talk would take place beyond the end of the week, leaving the fight at the risk of collapse. Hen, who represents Anthony Joshua and saw negotiations for a clash between AJ and Fury broke down last year, has now hit out at the Gypsy King saying Fury is all about greed and money and not about the boxing fans. And finally, in basketball, uh, Domantas Sabonis recorded 24 points, 13 points, 13 rebounds, and 10 assists. A second straight triple double at the Sacramento Kings head of New York Knicks 122-117 at the Golden One at the Golden One Center. Um, the Golden State Warriors away was worsened as Memphis Grizzlies down the reigning champions 131-110 thanks to Grizzlies um, Tyus Jones 22 points and 11 assists, while Desmond Bain and Jared Jackson both added 21 points. Brook Lopez recorded an NBA season high nine blocks as Milwaukee Bucks got past um, short-handed Brooklyn Nets 118-113. Um, Lopez scored 24 points, 10 rebounds, and a career-high 9 blocks, while um, Bobby Portis added a game-high 28 points with 13 rebounds for the Bucks. Another result, Charlotte Hornets beat Detroit Pistons 113-103 away at Little Caesars Arena. Utah Jazz also defeated Orlando Magic 131-124 away at the Amway Center, while the Indiana Pacers needed overtime to beat Houston Rockets 134-125 at the Game Bridge and feed off. Okay, let me just um, quickly run through um, the other sporting news um, in three minutes so that um, I give my takes on it. Um, Jensen Button, <laughs> um, he, was a, he was a legendary F1 driver. He won the 2009 um, um, F1 and uh, with Braun 
and Braun, obviously, there are no more in the Formula One um, racing um, teams and all that. But then, you know, he's trying his hands in other uh, other racing sports and all that. And this is the first time he's coming to NASCAR. And um, good one for him. He will be enjoying himself. But the interesting one from the F1 news is a Mercedes. Um, Lewis Hamilton is challenging his engineers that come. You see, when you're used to driving the best cars for for a while and all of a sudden you are knocked off your perch you see you you, you have um, no response to that and i think mercedes are just all over the place right now red bull is dominating and somebody even said red bull should not even lose a race this season that is how good the red bull car has been but then looking at mercedes and looking at um lewis hamilton this one i don't know if you have been following um formula one like that i'm a formula one fan sorry so i'm crazy about formula one but then we want this guy to get to his eighth title so that he can leave uh, Michael Schumacher behind and you know you know do his thing and all that. But then, um, Red Bull has been dominating the last two seasons, and this season is looking like um, it's going to continue like that. And looking at the season opener in Bahrain, where um, they, they were a mess, Mercedes were a mess. Actually, um, their car is not ready. And um, even looking at the Saudi Arabian Grand Prix later this month, I don't think they will be ready. And Lewis Hamilton is calling out his engineers that they should take some sort of responsibility for how the season has started. Is this something that Lewis Hamilton should be doing? Because looking at these are internal issues, and you know, it shows the kind of pressure that Mercedes are under right now. And looking at Lewis Hamilton, if you are Lewis Hamilton, would you have handled it the way he's handling it right now? Calling out, you know, his engineers and all that. These are the people that have been when you were winning and all that, they were with you, you didn't call them out. Fine, you gave them kudos and all that, but then you didn't call them. Now, I felt you could have handled it differently. I don't know. I need your take on this. First off, I think you need to understand that no champion lives forever. You know, at some point, you know, you'll be knocked off your patch, no matter. I mean, and, uh, he also needs to understand that uh, other teams, you know, I mean, other car manufacturers, you know, will not be sleeping and uh, watch uh, Mercedes, you know, dominate forever. And uh, but like you rightly said, you know, uh, this is actually a teamwork in that you took all of the glory you know when things were actually working for you and i think this is a challenging time and i think it's better you know to work as a team you know with the engineers and find a solution you know to this you tell them which part of the cars you feel is not moving right and, just come I, I on mean, i mean to 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 all the men that they are in right now you know rather than you know calling them out you know and making them look as if they are not doing anything you know I, I, I mean when it was all about mercedes you know in formula one you know he was the one enjoying the limelight and hugging it you know and that uh, it took all of the glory you know and that uh, his name was on the lips of everybody but right now that things are not working well you know you all just need to work i mean together and see if you can get to the glory level. but most importantly you need to understand that it cannot always be at the top all right uh, moving on to golf it's see I cannot talk about this enough. It, there's actually a civil war going on right now in golf between the LIV Golf and the PGA Tour. So, see, I spoke about it on the show last week, Friday. The podcast is there for you to catch up if you want to listen to it. Uh, but then, um, it's crazy right now. Um, the PGA Tour are actually modeling um, their tours, some of their tours, um, the new event tour, um, in the pattern of the LIV Golf. Now, the PGA Tour have suspended players that joined the LIV Golf. Uh, from participating in the PGA Tour. 
the LIV tour have no issue. LIV go, sorry, they have no issues with player playing players playing post the PGA tour and the LIV go. But the, the PGA tour are distancing themselves from the LIV go. That's it. They don't have to, they don't want to have anything to do with them. They are a fraud. They are backed by the Saudi uh, whatever, and they both have cases in court against each other. But then the LIV golf have been going on some serious um, innovations and um, you know about golfing um, um, about their golf and all that and the PGA tour has been sampling their ideas and effecting that change <laughs> in their structure you don't like these people you don't like your players defecting to these people but then you are taking their ideas and you are implementing it I spoke about it last week Friday I was talking about you know you know why don't they find a way to work together I understand the way that um, your future is like FIFA now Another somebody now comes out and say they are like FIFA. I understand it. I understand it. But then, when you are you are not thinking um, outside the box and you are jacking ideas from these so-called people that you don't really really like, then that means they have something to offer to that world or to, to, to that game. That okay, if the if not for the LIB go, would they have implemented those ideas into their distance? No. So I felt they should find a way. Like I said last week, they should find a way to to to, to work together. And uh, make sure that these things work now. John Ram himself, which is the world number one right now, and um, he's saying, "See, I have no feelings. I have no um, animosity towards the LIV golf and everything." She understand. But then I even see said he feels the PGA Tour player, uh, the, the the players that are playing um, in the uh, he still feels the PGA Tour is the most exciting golf and all that. Matt Fitzpatrick said he feels the player should be allowed to compete at the Ryder Cup. She understand. This player has no have issues. It's just an ego thing between. He's like uh, UEFA is not as big as LIV go. Yeah, I don't want to use that. Share sure, understand. But then, this civil war that is going on in golf now. In your own opinion, how do you feel they should proceed? Uh, Jerry, the I mean the thing is this. What is at the back of all this thing? You know, like Riley said, is ego and the politics. You know, at the end of the day, uh, I think as some people. Have been threatened, you know, uh, by the by the money that is coming from the yeah, LIV, yeah. you know, and uh, yeah. the fact that it is coming from a Middle East, you know, country. I mean that, I mean the fact that it is backed by 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 a Middle East country actually make them, you know, what to be. I mean, you know, what to be threatened. Fine, you don't want to associate yourself with Saudi Arabia, you know, because of all. I mean, I mean, you don't want to associate yourself. With Saudi Arabia because of the uh, I, 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 I mean because of the story of uh, 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 I mean what's it called now this uh, 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 human rights I mean human rights abuse that is being labelled against uh, Saudi Arabia and I think that is I mean that is what is at the back of all the things but then most importantly is the, I mean the fact that this administrator doesn't look at the feelings of the players and I believe that these two different organizations can, can actually coexist together exactly. and there will be no problem you know i mean it is like uefa and fifa uefa have their own competition and uh, if you must ask me and if you ask some people they will tell you that even the european cup can actually rival or the world cup that uh, is exactly. how huge european you, cup i mean european cup and uefa has become in rivaling fifa but then there is no animosity between them you know but then like it happens with the super cup that some big clubs in europe want to break away and form and UEFA is not allowing them that is exactly what is happening here now 
But then I believe that they can actually coexist together. And why would you sanction players that have gone to Hell Ivy from joining? I mean, I, 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 I mean from joining uh, the PGA Tour. See, these are the main. I mean, these are the actors of golf. And it means that if one of the best players actually join Hell Ivy, then you don't. Now taking that quality uh, away from PGA. You, you are taking the quality away from PGA. Oh, for God's sake, let this player decide where they want to belong to because at the end of the day, it is their profession, it is their career, and they are the one that will choose where they want to belong exactly. to. Exactly. Since LIV is giving them more money, come on, why don't you just let them do what they do? And at the end of the day, you see, it's, 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 the, the winner overall is golf. Golf is going to win. It's a win win for golf. But then, you know, these bodies, uh, you know, I don't know, separating all these things. I, I hope they figure it out because this civil war is not going to is not going to end well for everybody. So they should just figure a way out and uh, make sure all these things are sorted. Anyways, um, in tennis, Novak Djokovic is already missing the India Wales right now. One of um, a Masters 1000 event that is ongoing, and also he might miss the Miami Open. But then his coach, um, Goran Ivanisevic, is saying that um, they, 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 um, they should make a decision. I'm talking about. Um, the United States Tennis Association and the US Open because there's a high chance that Novak Djokovic might not play any form of tennis in the US this season. She understand this thing happened last season uh, with the Australian Open where he was bad from entering Australia. I did miss out on the Australian Open where I found that one, and uh, of course he added to his Grand Slam title. Novak Djokovic has won consecutive <laughs> uh, Australian Opens. And when he was allowed back into Australia this year, he showed his mantle by winning the Australia Open again this year. And, um, you know, in the year we have four Grand Slams. We have the Australian Open, we have the French Open, we have the Wimbledon, and of course we have the US Open. Him missing the US Open is going to be major. But then we also have the Indian Wells and the um, Miami Open, which are actually also major events. Now, these bodies, these tennis bodies in the US are saying, we don't have an issues, let him come and play tennis. But then, the people that matter, the people that be, because the, the COVID threat is still there. However minute it is right now that is not as major as it once was in 2020, 2-3 um, years ago, it is still there, the threat is still there. And this is somebody that refused to, um, to take his vaccination and all that and he always asked for special permission. But like I told a friend of mine that we argued about this when he was banned from the Australia Open, these countries, they have a law, they are protecting their citizens. If you want to come to our own country, this is and this and this is what you will do. If you really want to play tennis and you want to go against your belief, don't even bother to say you want to go and play at the US Open. In my own opinion, this is the law here. Fine, Australia Open, um, in Australia they relax their, what's it called, uh, their rules, their COVID rules to allow you to play tennis this year. Fine. But at the time where the team was still hot, I'm talking about COVID right now, in Australia, he was banned, he wasn't allowed to play and he didn't win the um, Grand Slam last year. She understand, allowing Rafael Nadal to win it and all that. Now. If you are going somewhere, it's like you are going to a country. You have to respect their rules. She gets, and this is what they say they want. It is now on you, since you now against your belief to be vaccinated. Kuku avoid going to US Open and stop applying for special permission. I don't know, maybe it's just me. I'm being too harsh on Novak Djokovic. Uh, see, it is a very delicate situation because I believe uh, Novak Djokovic will argue that uh, he has uh, his. Uh, uh, I mean, his personal beliefs, and also uh, that he should be able, you know, to enter USA because of, I mean, for some certain reasons and all of that. But then, the, I mean, the government of the United States also have responsibility not to just people. 
towards Nova Dokori Bobo to the citizens of America and when you allow someone who is not a citizen of that country you know to come into the country with all the threat that I mean that is associated with his uh, I mean with his entering the country then you are putting your people at in, risk. I mean at risk and in jeopardy and which you know they can always use against the government and that no government wants to go against our people so I believe I, I mean so I I mean I I, I actually understand the angle of uh, United States of America and uh, like Riley said if Novak I mean if Nova, I mean if Novak Djokovic is really keen on play this tournament then it should follow the rules you know that is I mean that comes with entering that country and if he doesn't want to follow the rules because he doesn't believe in taking vaccines and all of that then he should stop all this emotional blackmail that is trying to put exactly you know exactly the, I mean the government of this country through and we did it with Australia last year. I mean, and he's doing it with the US this I year. Come on. We draw from this tournament. It is. I mean, I, I mean it is I, not. I'm sorry. It is not I, a I'm not vaccinated. I mean, I, there's no need to apply for special permission. I mean, I, I will play on that tournament. I mean, it, this year exactly. It's, it, it's simple as that. We know that we don't want. I mean, I, I mean, we don't want the best players in the world, you know, to miss out on various safety first. But then it is what it is. If you are not ready to abide by the rules, because believe me. If India was or US Open body brings out rules for athletes, he has to follow it. Yes. So why is he, I mean why is he not ready to follow the rules of the country? I mean, uh, I mean, I just don't get the logic in what he's trying to do. Anyways, um, let's finally um in other sports. Yes, today we are taking time to talk about other sports because you guys are, in case you have been underrating us, we may not like to talk about it all the time, but then and focus more on football. But then we like to talk about other sports as well. So let's uh, just end this segment with um that talking boxing now. Uh, this one has to do with um, Tyson Fury and um, Alexander Usyk. Now the story is simple. Tyson Fury for um, I think a year, a year and a half, two years now, has been saying uh, it's all about the fans. He wants to be unified champion. When Anthony Joshua was holding all the belt, they should give him Anthony Joshua. He wants to unify the belt. When Anthony Joshua lost the belt to Alexander Usyk, he will fight anybody, even Joshua Usyk. It's all about the fans. They should make the ticket free to the fans. And now, at the end, who is the promoter of Anthony Joshua? Said Tansy Fury has been playing fans for years. Simply because the agent, sorry, the promoter of Alexander Usyk came out, which is Alex Krasiuk, came out and said Tansy Fury walked away from a deal that says the winner will take 60% and the loser will take 40% of a fight between, sorry, Alexander Usyk and Tansy Fury to unify all belts. Of course, Alexander Usyk is holding the WBO, um, IBF, and um, w, um, one of the WBA belt. Now, I see Tyson Fury is holding the WBC belt. She got one of the, a major belt. So they want to unify all the belts in every weight. She understand. And we've been calling for a unified champion because last time um, we had a unified champion was in the year 2000. And it's been too long. It's been too long. So what? We want to see the best pound for pound fighter in the heavyweight division and you know it would have been lovely we had it had been between anthony joshua and uh, because of course obviously for bias reason it's been one of our own and uh within time the gypsy king who is still undefeated in all of his professional boxing career she understands and he has been going around saying uh, joshua doesn't want to sign this one doesn't want to sign but now i think i think that deal is a fair deal whoever wins that fight 
goes with 60%, whoever loses that fight goes with 40%, and they should include they should include a clause for a rematch so that it will give the other fighter a fair chance of winning back his belt or winning back the unified belt. Do you understand? And according to Alexander Usyk's promoter, Tessy Fury walked away from that deal. Now, this uh, promoter of AJ came out and said sometime last year, Tessy Fury was all about. Atoni Joshua doesn't want to sign a deal. He doesn't want to sign a deal. Now this has it. This is it now. Now Tessy Fury has been all about money and greed and not about the fans like he likes to talk about. What's your take on this? <laughs> the Gypsy King has been. The, I don't know. He's a drama king. So. It is a conundrum and uh, I think for me, apart from the action that goes on in the ring, I think boxing itself, you know, it's a whole lot of drama, you know. I mean, the the event that leads to a major, you know, uh, I mean, to a major bout is always presented with a whole lot of drama. And, uh, and I think for me, this is one of the drama that precedes mm. a major fight, you know, they talk, they puff, you know, they do all, all manner of things in the press and all of that but at the end of the day i think uh, they will be fine but then if uh tyson fury is really about the fans uh, uh, uh but then i don't even see why a major bout should be free or to the fans in the first place because a whole lot of people you know comes together you know to put resources into this sort of match and that if people are going to watch you know the least that, i mean the least that they can do is you know to pay a token you know to go into the arena you know that will host that fight because at the end of the day you have to sort logistics with money and so it doesn't make sense in that manner so i think for me they are all just playing to the gallery mm. you know and it's uh, a script uh, i mean it is it is a script and uh so but at the end of the day they will figure it out and uh all we just want is we want a unified. I just I want mean, to see a unified I, I, fight. I, I mean, we want to see that it's been Alexander Usyk, you know, the best pound for pound of undefeated. That's if you run. Let somebody collect defeat. You get. Let somebody collect defeat. Let somebody collect L. Eh? Let us see the best pound for pound. Sure, you understand. There was when um, Deontay Wilder was holding the WBC belt. We wanted a fight between Deontay Wilder and Anthony Joshua. Exactly. It didn't happen. When Deontay Wilder lost the belt to Tyson Fury, we wanted a fight between Anthony Joshua yeah. and. Um, Tyson Fury didn't happen. Okay, after you have lost his belt to Alexander Usyk, now what the fight between Alexander Usyk and Tyson? It's not happening. Come on, make it happen, guys. Boxing, make it happen. Make it happen. Anyways, let's quickly go to um, some news from the local scene where uh, results. Uh, uh, please, Desmond, help me check the, the latest result from the third place playoff match in the ongoing under 20 African Cup populations. That um, Tunisia is ongoing. Uh, is playing um, the Flying Eagles of Nigeria right now. And um, it's crazy, and they should be because the match was supposed to it started by 3 pm. Yes. And um, this is 4 30, so they should be in the like the 75 minutes now, 76 minutes, 4 30. When should be 76 minutes now, 15 minutes to go. Uh, this is uh, the uh, Tunisia lost to Senegal 3 0, Nigeria lost to Gambia 1 0, and they are currently playing uh, for the third place match. But um, we'll get that results in a bit, we'll get that results in a bit, but then. Um, the final it kicks off tomorrow by 6 p.m. where Senegal um, they go head to head with Gambia. Now, like like I said, according to me, as far as me I'm concerned, though, the best two teams in this tournament are the two teams in the final. I'm talking about Senegal and Gambia. Uh, they've been very very um, really really uh, what was that word now? Uh, uh, impressive. Impressive with their, with the way they've gone about the tournament from the first match to how they are now. And it's only fair that we get to see the, those two teams face off in the final. Let us remove sentiments from it. Um, 
Gambia, we, are no, we know they are going to give Senegal a run for their money, but I still think Senegal had the very favorite. You, you have the result from yes. the game. Oh, Nigeria is currently leading by two goes to nothing. <laughs> Our boys. Impressive stuff. And funny enough, the Tunisian coach was like, they are trying, they are going to go for third place, they are going to do this, do that. But then they, I think the boys have um, corrected that notion that, hey, um, I think it's just Peter Rufai that said that they, they, to save face, they have to just beat Tunisia and win that third place. Uh, Third place player, but then what's your take on that um, 3 0 dropping of Tunisia currently? Uh, impressive result, you know, from a team that has been go shy all this while, you know, finding their scoring boots in the third, uh, I mean, in the third their place match. I think it's a confidence, you know, booster, you know, for them. Uh, uh, at least if we put some of the players in the coach, I, you know, going to the World Cup. But, you know, for me, when it comes to a great competition like this, I've always been of the opinion that it doesn't matter, you know, winning the competition doesn't, I mean, it doesn't matter to me, you know, per se. What I really want to see is the fact that if, if a couple of players from that team can actually go home, you know, to make a name for themselves in world of football, you know, I mean, we all can remember that uh, in, uh, uh, in Finland 2003, our under 17, you know, that was led by uh, John Michael Obiden, you know, they didn't make it, I think they didn't make it out of the group stage, but we could see players from that same team, you know, that went on to make a name, you know, for themselves in football at the end of the day. Why, while, uh, in, I mean, why in Trinidad and Tobago 2001, you know, despite getting to the final, you know, we were, I mean, we saw impressive players in that under 17 and uh, none of them, none of them, you know, went on later on, you know, or to play club football, you know, to an appreciable level. So for me, this is all about, I mean, this is develop, I mean, developmental football. And that was why I was really angry with this team because, you know, I said on the last show that I have not seen one player that has convinced me in this tournament so far that he actually has what it takes, you know, to go all the way. Uh, going to the World Cup, I hope, you know, that uh, with the players we select, I mean, the, the coaches, you know, and the technical coach, we select uh, players based on merit, you know, players who actually, you know, uh, we, I mean, we wear the green, white, green jersey of Nigeria and make us proud and later on, you know, go on and make a name for themselves in, uh, I mean, in pro football. Anyways, um, speaking of flying goals, hopefully they've won that match. Um, let's see what let's see what happens when they when they go to the World Cup and all that. Um, like you said, um, it's not about. Um, they actually fell short for me because I was expecting them to get to the final at least. But at least they did they, they did the business. Uh, maybe I had too much hopes for them. But then, um, like you said, it's always about players that make that transition from um, that under twenty um, to the senior national. You know, to the under twenty three, the dream team. Then of course um, the senior national team, which is the Super Eagles. It will be. Looking at this crop of players, it's sad to say that there's nobody that actually stood out that we can actually point to and say, okay, this person can make a transition to the other 23 team and, of course, eventually to the Super Eagles. But then let's see what happens at the World Cup. Let's see, um, because this uh, will be some sort of like a tournament booster, some sort, of, sort of confidence booster for these players to see how they perform um, going forward. But then let's quickly look at results from matches um, played. Uh, from the in the CAF Confederations Cup, where in Group A, Marimo Gallant um, defeated USMO Jazz 2 0 at home, while Alakda and said Alive Popo played out a 1 1 draw. In Group B, Azek Mamosas grabbed all three points, a 1 0 victory. We had the Avalis Noise, while Paul Aquas hat trick inspired NPFL champions Rivers United, a 3 1 win over Motem 
Mutema Pembe in Port Harcourt. In Group C, Pyramids claimed an impressive 4-1 win at Asko Kara, while future FC beat Farah about 2-0 at home. In Group D, at US Monesta HTP Masembe 1-0 at home, while Young Africans um, defeated the Bamako 2-0 at home. Um, I have to focus on, of course, our own Rivers United and uh, Paul Aqua's hat trick. Um, they are control of the group. Um, they did the business, they did the double over. Um, What's their name again? <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, no, not them. No, uh, I mean, Botema. Botema, they did double over them. Business as usual. Um, so now they have two home wins, one away win, and um, which is nine points, and um, they are rightly top of the league. Uh, the idea is for them, let, one game at a time, don't let us put pressure on them. They are the MPFL champion. We just want them to win this continental football but then topping the league how is it, what's the feeling right now in your opinion what's the feeling right now in the Rivers United camp um, in the CAF Confederations Cup confidence is you know is very very high now you know at the, I mean at the roof level and uh, rightly so you know uh, for a team you know that lost the first game of the group stage you know I mean away nearly, you know with all thought that you know it will dance uh, their confidence. Their confidence and that they will not be able, you know, to recover from that and that. In the second match at home, you know, the wipe of uh that three goals, you know, were considered and that, you know, when when they went away, you know, uh and they had to do bit I mean they had to do the business, you know, of getting three points and they did it in impressive fashion because they I mean they they actually got one of their players sent off and after that they got that goal, you know, they executed their game, I mean game plan very well. And now they've come home, you know, to to get another three maximum points out, which gives them nine points and that from the way it looks now, you know, all they need in that group, I mean all they need in that group now, you know, is to get another win and that they will be in the next phase of the I mean of the competition. And that for me, it doesn't matter if they top the group or not, because uh, we've seen that in African football, it doesn't matter if you top your group or not, because all the other teams, you know, they are equally good. You know, it's it all depends on who take their chances. You know, when I mean on the day of the game. Uh, but I think the I mean the only thing that gives you advantage if you top your group is you know you have the luxury of playing the second leg of the next stage. You know, at, at home. home. So. So, which means that if you, I mean, if you go away, you know, you can always rely on your home advantage, you know, automatically things. But Rivers United have done us, you know, really proud so far in this competition. And uh, maximum distance for you, distance, semi-final, final, quarter-final for you. Uh, it, it is difficult to say. It is difficult to say because African football is actually, you know, very, very difficult and that uh, the more you get closer you know to the trophy the more difficult it becomes but then like you said we just have to wait for I mean for these guys you know to take it once at a time because once they once they begin to meet the North African side now you know mm -hmm. I mean we know the antics of mm -hmm. this North African side then it becomes extremely difficult and that uh, we know that logistic wise we are not really we are not really up there, you know, with the best on the continent. Uh, no disrespect, you know, to who we are. We are just saying who we are. So, I mean, it is really going to be difficult. But then, on the evidence of what they've done so far, there is nothing that stopped them from getting to the semi-final place. But then, uh, no Andrew prayer. All right. Um, moving on to um, outstanding games this weekend in the Cup Champions League in Group A. MGS Kabir host AS Vita. 
Irony champions where Casablanca travel to Angola to face Petro Atletico while in Group B, Love Gilders, uh, Mamelodi Sundowns welcome African Giants Alali uh, to South Africa. Because of our time, we will not be able to do a preview of this game, so we'll just do a review of the game when the results comes out on the Monday show. But then, in some results from the matches played in Europe, starting Wednesday results on UEFA Champions League, where Spurs and AC Milan battle to a goalless draw at the Tottenham Sports Stadium, and AC Milan um, edged that tie. 1-0 on aggregates, while second half goes from true promoting and second research. Bayern Munich beat PSG 2-0 at the Alliance Arena and progressed to the quarterfinal 3-0 on aggregate. Um, this one, Spurs AC Milan. We, we called it Antonio Conte, drab as usual. Sorry, we have with us in the studio the Chocolate Factory. Uh, I don't know what he calls himself these days. He has muscle. He's been gymming. <laughs> uh, we have a muscle fan up with us in the studio. And uh, guys. Oh, where's the? Let's start from the sports game, man. Uh, you said that sports did well in the first leg and um, had everything to do. This is just a typical Antonio Conte thing. It happened with Inter Milan. It happened with Chelsea. Now it's happening again. Um, it happened with Juventus. Now it's happening again with Tottenham. He just doesn't know how to play the UEFA Champions League, in my opinion. Because at the end of the day, you know. Um, you have the second leg advantage, just one goal, and um, they were actually. Um, I don't want to bring Chelsea into this matter. Let me just focus on sports. Um, it's not a difficult scoreline to overturn, and he messed up. Let us just say the way it is. And right now, a lot of talk has been circling around him leaving at the end of the season. Him saying even if he doesn't get sacked, he's going to walk away. You know, blah 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 like that. Come on, what's happening at sports with that result from on, t- on Wednesday? It was a chaotic and bad performance, you know. I mean, it is not, it is not actually bad, you know, to go out in a UEFA Champions League competition against AC Milan. I mean, we, I mean, we are talking about seven-time winners of this competition, but the manner in which they crashed out, you know, was simply pathetic, you know. I mean, for God's sake, no disrespect to AC Milan. This is not the best of AC Milan. Team. Exactly, I would say okay. that. And uh, you know, uh. Sports were not in the game all night. You know, there was never a time that AC Milan were under pressure. I think the only real opportunity that uh, Magna made was late in additional time of the game. And uh, so, I mean, it shows you how bad sports, I mean, sports were on that night. And uh, the box falls on the table of Antonio Conte because uh, I, I, I didn't see why why he couldn't have set up his team, you know, to to go for the win in that game. I mean, it was just... Even Richarlison was complaining I mean, about his second half approach I mean, to that game. It was just too pragmatic and at the time, if you remember, he made a substitution, he removed an attacking player, I think, Okulusevsky, uh, and he brought in Davidson Sanchez. For God's sake, you are at home, trailing by 1-0. You need a goal, you know, to get level on the night and uh, you are making that... Uh, should that... Is, is inundated the right for the right. I mean, right now, I mean, I don't even know. It was, I mean, it was just bad. And uh, I mean, uh, uh, we know Antonio Conte. He, I mean, he always loves to moan and that. For Richard Lissing, he should just shut up. This is a player that hasn't scored any goal for, I mean, in the in the EPL this season. I mean, he hasn't done enough himself, you know. So, um, I mean, I think it is it is a collective, you know, responsibility and that. Uh, to make it worse, sports are not as good as they think they are, you know. And uh, I saw, 
filming some that night it was just bang average on the night i mean i think i did do you think it's a system thing because we all know son can play we know son can actually really really play uh, so do you think it's a system thing for him because I don't he think, has struggled this is no it? i don't think it's, it's it's a system thing per se because if you look at this post the the struggle started under I mean, Mauricio Pochettino the season after they got to the uh, final of the UEFA Champions League. You know, I mean, then Jose uh, Mourinho uh, 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 came along. You know, he tried to, you know, he tried as much as possible. You know, got them into, yeah, I mean, into the final and sports in their usual manner, always bombing things. You know, they bought the manager even even before bottling the the game. You know, <laughs> you know, I mean. By oh, sacking, wow. you know, by sacking a serial manager, you know, I, I mean, I don't know who does that other than sports, you know, and then, you know, uh, Espirito Santo, who did well with Wolves, you know, came into that football club as well. He struggled. So, I mean, I think for me, Daniel Levy, because uh, that team has not been revamped in recent years, and that, you know, he's telling on them and that if you know, some have been impressive for a certain number of years now and now we know that there will always come a season where players like this will struggle and I think this is the time and they need to revamp that that squad. Um, Amos, what next for Antonio Conte? He's never winning that Champions League, the way he's doing. He's never winning it. No, he's not he's, going to add his name to that elite list of managers that have won the Champions he's League. Not if he continues like this. Antonio Conte is not there. Come on. Let's let's be real. He has done things at Juventus, Inter Milan, of Chelsea, of with the Italian national if team. Don't talk, tell me he's not a elite manager. manager. I will not accept right? that for me. If we talk elite managers in Europe, we talk managers that have showed what they are capable of tactically in competitions like this. He's a very good manager. Stop, very, stop very coloring. Good manager, he shows right? managers that have won the Champions manager. League. Just no, not won the Champions League. Just the belly like he's, 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 Oh yeah, name, name a manager. His whole, his whole, his whole, his, his, his whole, um, what do you call it? Um, portfolio. Portfolio in the Champions League is so bad. Horrible. He has, he has only one knockout face win in that competition. One. So when I say he's a very good manager, I mean, I mean he's a very good manager. For him to, for him to come into the EPL and win the league with Chelsea in his first season, it shows he's a good manager, you know. But to cross to that level, but let's not get to that. Let's start with <laughs> we might, we might not leave here because the way most of you are looking at me. Let's get to De- Desmond, right? He said um, they've not revamped the team. I'll beg to disagree with that. Antonio Conte made signing. He made signings and he was backed in the market. Let's not forget, he brought in Richarlison, he brought in Ivan Perisic, he brought in Romero, he brought in all of these guys, right? So if a, a manager, Bissouma. if a manager comes in and makes five top signings, Bissouma was Premier League proven before he came through. Um, what do you call him? Kulusevski. Uh, was was Champions League proven with Juve before he came in. Ivan Perisic was League and Champions League proven with all the experience World he can get. Walk up finalist. That's all the experience. Before he came, Italian all the experience champion. in the bag. Italian champion before he came in. So during the transfer window, I I would not lie to you. I thought that um, could they won the transfer window. Strategic signings and they, they did it very early. Very early. Very early. And just like he said, I will not blame the manager entirely for all of this. I think there is a decay in that team. There is something wrong with the team. Productivity has not been as good as it used to be with other managers. 
that had enough time, not like Nuno Espirito Santo, I'm talking like Pochettino and Jose Mourinho for instance. Productivity in that team during this two ma- the era of these two managers was a bit more productive than was a bit better than it is now. Especially in attack. We had Umin Song and um, Harry Kane putting in double figures and all of that. But it has not been the same with the Conte team. So I wouldn't blame the manager entirely for this. I would also blame the management of that team generally. Now you have one of the best, if not the best facility in terms of your stadium in the world presently. You have an amazing training facility, all of that. What is the problem with Tottenham? What exactly is the problem with Tottenham? Because we can keep talking about seven, managers. Seven up, seven up. You know, we can keep talking about managers. Mauricio Pochettino <laughs> has come and gone. He did well with them. In a season where there was no money to spend. He did well in the Champions League. And then he, let, he had to go. Because Mourinho of came. poor results. Because of poor results. Exactly. Mourinho came in. He had to go. Because of whatever reason. Nuno Espirito Santo, now Antonio Conte is saying he will leave at the end of the season no matter what happens. There is something wrong with that sports team. I am not, I am not one of those people who will um, knock themselves over the fact that Tottenham lost in the Champions League. They are not a Champions League team. They are playing exactly. against AC Milan. Exactly. But then, but then you are playing against an AC Milan team that the likes of Fiorentina and Co are defeating comfortably. Second to the players. Come on. And we 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 are we are the fans of this same league who we call other leagues the farmers league. If you're playing against an AC Milan team that are struggling to beat Salanitania in the league, and you cannot beat them at home, we we'll also talk about the tactics of the man. What is wrong with Antonio Conte and Aram football? What? You have nothing to lose. You came into the game, one go down, you're one go down on the night. Why not go all attack? What do you have to lose? There is nothing to protect at that point. Why are you making defensive changes? Yeah. What for? What for? So I really don't understand. Anyways, let's leave um, AC Milan and let's focus on <laughs> the big one. Now, people have been quiet about this. I will say it. I want to start Wala. Who know me? I like to stay the pot from time to time. PSG, we thought they are superstar. Did not score one goal against Bayern Munich for 180 minutes. Uh, I can understand that Kylian Mbappe did play the first leg. Uh, he, he they said he's a beast. What's going on? And we, of course, we have our World Cup winner, the GOAT, and uh, the seven-time Ballon d'Or winner. Just named FIFA Best Player of the Year. I don't understand. What what what, what happened? What's up with PSG? So, um, Lekon was asking me in the group this morning that what will PSG need to do to win the Champions League? And I, my response was very simple: get. Um, a, champ- a manager that knows how to play the Champions League for three years and um, let him just do whatever it is he wants to do. Uh, and um, I felt the year Thomas Tuchel got to the final, they should have at least stuck with him one more year. And although we can easily say that now because he came to Chelsea the following season and he won the Champions League, but then it is what it is. He got to the um, Champions League final the year before, and obviously the second year he got to the final with Champion Chelsea and he won even the. Um, that Chelsea team was not as good as that PSG team. But then that's another story for another day. How bad, how bad was PSG against Bayern Munich? And uh, there was this joke Thomas Thomas Muller made <laughs> that uh, Messi would have a good deal. <laughs> I don't understand. I don't really get that joke. But then it's crazy. It's crazy. What does PSG need to do to win the UEFA Champions League? Uh, 
I don't know why you are surprised that they were not out. I was surprised though. By PLD. I was surprised. I mean, I think the only surprising thing in that match was that how PSG will go, you know, for more than 80 minutes, you know, without scoring a goal against a Bayern defense, you know, that has been shipping him goals, especially in the league, you know, with this season. But then, Bayern Munich has been very impressive in the Champions League. This is extremely impressive, you know. I mean, this is a team that beats uh, personal home and away in the group stage, you know. I mean, they they were not beaten in the group stage and uh, they've not been beaten in the UCL this season. Uh, having said that, you know, PSG were just being PSG. You know, this is a team that has been perpetually struggling uh, in Champions League. And uh, for me, if you remember, I think it was there at the beginning of this season or last season, I said something that remove the front area of PSG, then they become another average team. See, I I know people will talk about how Marco Verratti, how good he is. Well, we are not talking about Marco Verratti of 2013, 2014, 2015 anymore. You know, I mean, I don't see anything good in that PSG midfield, you know. And uh, for me, what they need to do to win the Champions League is the fact that they need to let go of this obsession with winning the UEFA Champions League. You know? Chelsea had that obsession until they won it. Why would you tell them to let go of it? Roman had that obsession until he won it. And he won it when he least expected to win it. So come on. Jerry, it was a media thing with uh, Jose Mourinho. I, I mean, with uh, I, I mean with uh, Abramovich. It was a media thing. But then, mind you, immediately that Jose Mourinho joined Chelsea, even before Jose Mourinho joined Chelsea, the first season of Abramovich as the owner of Chelsea, they got to the semi-final of the UEFA Champions League. So already, and uh, already, the club was built on success already as far as UEFA Champions League is concerned. They already had the pedigree. But there is a PSG that has been crashing out of uh, round 16, round 16 on the Thomas Tuchel came in recent time. So it, I mean, so it is a two different. They need to let go of that obsession because they keep putting prayer on every manager that comes into that football club that he needs to win the champion. Maybe, if, I mean, maybe it is a big deal in any way. I, I mean, I can't say, but I think they need to let go of that obsession. Also, you know, I said it here in the studio that I don't think that Tom, I, I mean, that uh, Christophe Gatia was actually employed to come and win. UEFA Champions League because this is a manager that is a greenhorn as far as the competition is concerned. If they let go of this obsession, you know, let any manager that if if they are not sacking this manager, allow him with the sporting that because we know that they have a very excellent sporting director, you know, who can actually identify I mean I identify talent. If they let all these people work, you know, freely without pinpointing players. You know, with our names and all of that, you know. I think after a while, maybe after a while, maybe they will win it. But they need to let go of the obsession in the mm. as a first league. Amos, yes, um, here we go again. Just like he said, mm-hmm. it might be a media thing. We don't know. We don't know if the Sheikh really wants to win the Champions League or is as obsessed with the Champions League as the media makes it to be. We are not sure. We are not internally in the club but at the same time it is very disappointing you know everybody can be um freed of blame and blemish in all of this but the fact is psg has what it takes 
to win the Champions League. Of course. We cannot blame the ownership or the media or anything. The ownership has done what they can do by investing freely. Now, they have a certain Leo Messi, they have Neymar, they have Kylian Mbappe, they have Marco Verratti, they have Marquinhos in that team, they have Gigi Donnarumma in that team. They have everything it takes to win the Champions League. So why are we talking about the ownership and not the players? Why are we talking about the ownership and not the they players? Have Messi. You know, they have all of these players. They have two World Cup finalists, by the way, in that team. They have two World Cup winners in that front three. And two World Cup finalists in that front three. Why are they not winning? When push comes to shove, any team in the world needs individual brilliance, whether we like it or not. Chelsea needed the brilliance of Juan Mata and Didier Drogba in that final because they have practiced it over and over again in, in the training ground. I saw an interview where Drogba said, he told Mata, you're taking the corner. Because it was around Maryland, she was supposed to do so. So he told him, you were going to take it. And they did. Yeah, he came through. And he came through. When push comes to shove, whether we like it or not, every club needs that individual brilliance. They need that spark from these players. And it has never happened with PSG. We cannot blame the ownership for being obsessed with something good. Right? The Champions League is the dream of every top team in Europe, whether we like it or not. So, I don't know. PSG, they are not a Champions League team. The ownership has done well to make the right investment to make them a Champions League team by bringing players who are familiar with this competition, who have won this competition. Neymar is there, Messi is there, you know, they are familiar with this competition, they've won this competition, they know this competition. I don't know. To me, it's just, it's just, it's just, it's just, it's just, it's just, I don't know. Anyways, let's take a quick break. When we come back, we'll talk about the Europa League and probably take a few calls and we'll just end the show. Welcome back. If you're just joining us, uh, this is the analysis segment of Talk Football Talk Sports on Empire Radio 104.5 FM. I have with me in the studio at uh, the Playmaker this morning, and of course, the female member of Solo FM. Now, uh, that PSG talk, they didn't analyze it very well. I wanted to bring Messi's conversation into this. Now, we all know Ronaldo is washed out. He has gone to Saudi Arabia. We know he's retired. But if he was in the one that played a knockout game in the UEFA Champions League that did not get a goal for 180 minutes. If you like, call me a Ronaldo fan. I've told people repeatedly, I'm neither. I'm not a Ronaldo fan, I'm not a Messi fan. I enjoy the two of them. Because I know that's where this conversation is going to end. But I want to bring the matter back up. If he was the one that played a knockout game at the UEFA Champions League, home and away, we will still be dragging him right now. But I'm not seeing memes, I'm not seeing videos, I'm not seeing stickers, I'm not seeing uh, people that like to compile things and send us broadcasts, I'm not seeing everything. Nobody's posting stuff on their statuses. What's, what's going on? Eh? And now, is it that because Messi wins the World Cup, he gets the pass? Come on, on Monday, was he last week, but he just won the FIFA World Best. And over both legs, he did nothing. Oh, he see. could not get a goal, he could not get an assist. Like you said, Individual brilliance or what? How did you put of it? Just your what, what's going on? Uh-huh. I'm not dissing. No, this is saying, not a dish. I'm just saying it the way it is. This is not. If it dish. was the other way around, who we'll say it? Who would have brought out numbers? Who we'll say it? Why are we not bringing numbers? 
We are just talking about PSG crying that what's going on? Leo Messi was there. Played 180 minutes if I'm not mistaken. See, against the Bayern Munich. The thing is, now we are beginning to understand, right? Many times when that conversation happens and people talk about Leo Messi and the other guy. I will not mention his name. So he's he retired now. So he doesn't become, in the Saudi league. He's retired. He doesn't become a so Messi and the other guy thing. He's banter. Uh, we don't want to be about this. Exactly. So we won't talk about what happened. But when before now, when we talk about these things, I remember um, there was a time we brought a topic up on um, football extra, and it was just these guys. And I remember talking about the way the media plays, right, to, to, to the to benefit get, get of stories. one person and not the other. Okay, and so this is a classic example of it. A classic example. If Neymar was present in this game, the media would make everything about Neymar, about showboating, about disconnecting the attack, about doing this and about doing that. So it is a media thing, and see, and whether we like it or not, a lot of the people, a lot of people, are. <laughs> I don't want to say, <laughs> say it but, but you see A lot of the people are controlled by the media mm-hmm. By the things that they see in the media mm-hmm. or, Okay, maybe not them mm-hmm. But their perspective many times Is controlled by the things that they see in the media It doesn't make any sense Right? That now For all the individual awards That are available This year From last year to this year Everything will be scooped up by the performances In the World Cup and if we are going to go by team or individual performances in the World Cup, for Kylian Mbappe for individual players, Kylian Mbappe should be holding down the best title and not Leo Messi. So if anybody wants to come with any counter argument with that, we can bring in years like 2010, when the World Cup became absolutely nothing in terms of deciding things like this. Yes. And so we cannot make the World Cup the only criteria to decide things like this now. Mm. And so, what, like I said before, there is a need for indivi- individual brilliance at times like this. And Messi has been so cold in that PSG team. A long, long time. And also, let me tell you another thing of how it has become a thing now when you go online, you hear, you see things like Messi and Neymar are the only players in Europe's top five league this season, who have um, uh, double figures for goals and assists, 16 goals. Nobody now sees the, the French league as the Farmers League anymore. As they used to see it before Messi joined PSG. So it, it's a media agenda. We should be focusing on Messi being in that team and not being able to do anything. Last season, mind you, by the way, he was one of the major reasons why Paris did not qualify over... Real Madrid with the penalty he lost and this season he played both legs in a knockout stage game with no goals no assist nothing come on that's why I'm bringing it up now come on. Um, Desmond is very very see nobody escapes um, criticism as far as I'm concerned and I'm not doing this because of Aqua I'm just coming from um, whatever it is that is being used to measure these guys that is it a case of um, because Ronaldo is not in Europe anymore? Uh, because as far as I'm concerned, I feel for a long time these guys they challenge each other. So uh, once Ronaldo plays on a Tuesday night and he delivers, Messi wants to deliver on a Wednesday night. Sure, you get the same thing, vice versa. 
Is it a case of let's see just chill that come? I've won the World Cup, this guy has not won the World Cup. I'm still in Europe, this guy is no more in Europe. I'm playing one of the biggest and this guy is retired. Uh, I just don't care anymore. I just want to see out my contract at um, PSG. And um, is, that, is that the case or is it the other way around that Messi just really just um, flopped? Over both legs? I don't know. I wouldn't know. You must know. I mean, I you watched know. the game. You and, saw it. Uh, you saw that. I mean, and I wouldn't know. But then, one thing that I know is the fact that uh, even when we see individual brilliances in players, you know, we also see efforts from their teammates also. <laughs> and uh, you know, it talked about this place uh, you went to. No, is by zone. No, it <laughs> talked about uh, Didi Drogba and Zamanta the other time. Uh, but those were not the only Chelsea player that rose. You know, to the occasion on the night. Mikel had the game of his life in that final. So, what I'm trying to say in, in essence is that uh, football is not just a one man show. Oh, really? Even though we see. No! I know what I'm saying, Jerry. Even though we see one man show. I want show, you to finish. So you I know, can understand. I mean, you. we all expect the other players, you know, to rise up to the occasion. This is a PSG team you know, where at one point in time, I think against they made Barcelona. it to the Champions League final before Messi joined. This is a PSG team that made it to the Champions League. Yes. Yeah, I just want to. And, uh, and what I'm trying to say is that this same PSG at a point in time they, they were leading a first leg of a match four 0 and they contrived, you know, what to lose it. Oh, please don't say that. Barcelona did that multiple times with Messi in the team. Mm-hmm. Uh, but then I want him to finish. No, but then <laughs> but I already gave him a heads up that this place that I went to is my zone. No. There's, there's no see. Jerry. We cannot excuse Messi I'm not, because for all the individual accolades he has received over the years, I, we have to call him out. I'm not. Where was he? He's playing a top team in Europe. He has to show his best. I know. I know it's a team sport. I know it's a team sport. And when he was getting the accolades for these individual awards and individual showboating and individual stats, nobody mentions it's a team sport. The teammates, nobody mentioned that. So why now? Why, Why now? now? That's that's the question. Why now? When they what? won the World Cup in December, nobody talked about only Messi. People talked, in fact, Enzo Fernandez on the back of that World Cup, you know, got a mammoth transfer to they, Chelsea. They, they spoke, Emiliano Martinez. They spoke about Messi. They spoke about his contributions. They spoke about his I goals. I said only they Messi. Spoke was about not his, they about. spoke about. Yeah, that's what I'm telling you. I'm telling you. No, only Messi you. was not talking Argentine, about. Argentine, in fact, Argentina's World Cup. Even the players were talking about Messi. His of teammates course. were talking about him. Of course. Because they saw him. I mean. So if he, if the team that the is goes and no. Rodrigo de Paul yes, and the last. Rodrigo de Paul, he works like Kante. Because he works like, him a, like a leader of. But so let's also talk about what happened so, so, when they so lost the first game. Now? When they lost the first game. Let's talk about let's talk about what happened. It was one of the reasons why certain players in that team could not make it back to the team until the end of the competition. Like and him. people said. People said it was because of their slack that Argentina lost that game. The certain player I'm talking about plays in the midfield. And so Rodrigo came in. So let's 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 continue. <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about. But what I'm trying to say in essence is that okay. see. Uh, the, I mean the Argentina team and the player that you talked about, mm. they see him as the leader of that squad. True. But in this PSG team. This player team is symbolic. There is no leader. I mean, it is full of players with ego. For God's sake. Messi is, is that the excuse? Is that Messi the excuse is a leader. 
Messi is a leader. I am not making excuse for Messi. I mean, I am only telling you that this PSG team, they fail. I mean, how can you even explain? I said it at the beginning of this show. That I mean, at the beginning of this talk, that how can we explain PSG going 180 minutes against Bayern Munich without even scoring a goal? Exactly. And we load the plethora of talent in that attacking lineup, and they never troubled Bayern Munich. So you cannot excuse Messi. We can explain something though. We can explain something. At I'm sorry to cut you. At Barcelona, at Barcelona, when Barcelona forked out all that money to sign Philip Coutinho and were finding it difficult, right, to find a place that he'll fit in that team. I told a friend of mine, I said one of the many reasons why a lot of players like that could not thrive is the fact that Messi is so great, right? In the game, in the sports, that as a manager, it is difficult for you to station a player like that in a position. Messi has to play wherever he feels it can affect the game most. Yes. He enjoys. And it affected players like Antoine Griezmann at Barcelona Check. and Philippe Coutinho Check. at Barcelona as well. And when he took that loan to Bayern Munich, they all blamed him. Barcelona, they all blamed Coutinho. He was this, he was that, he, he was that, he was this. He went to Bayern he scored against Barcelona. He played Barcelona. They defeated Barcelona eight goals to two. And he scored two goals in that game. You said that, I am saying this because you said that the PSG team, they lose and all of that. And they are not, um, collectively, they are not trying enough. Or they, could, they, they probably are not trying enough. I am giving these examples as well. You talked about a plethora of talents in that team. Look at the talent in the Barcelona team as well. And the many times they have played this Bayern Munich team and have lost. And the Liverpool team and they lost. And the Roma team and they Even lost. Look at the talent in the Argentine oh. national team that won the World Cup. Let's start from goalkeeper to goalkeeper compared to this PSG team. Sure you understand? Yep. So you cannot call the PSG team just that team. We are talking about Do- Gigi Donnarumma. We are talking about Marquinhos. We are talking about Juan Bernat, who is not playing that Jerry, um, Jerry, um, competition Jerry, for Jerry. the first time. I mean, for God's sake, we've seen that winning the Champions League is not about to parading. These are cup competitions I mean, now. No, I'm wait, equating Jerry, it to the World Cup. Great 11 players. It is not all about that. I mean, there was it's a the time. Collective. I mean, there was a time that this Real Madrid team that we are lauding, you know, for winning five. I mean, well, five or four consecutive Champions League. There was a time that they four were five finding, years. I mean, they were finding it very difficult to even get to the quarterfinal. I mean, of Champions Leon, League, Leon. and they were parading the likes of Zinedine Zidane Galacticos. after that time. Galacticos. Galacticos, but they were failing in the UEFA Champions League, and that is the exact spot that PSG. Oh, right it's actually now. not the exact spot. It is actually not Don't the exact spot. Because if we are to go by that, if Don't we are to go by that, it is true that the time Real Madrid were struggling, right, to make it past, say, the quarterfinals or the semifinals of the Champions League, and they were parading stars. But let's not forget that the same player that you mentioned, for example, Zinedine Zidane, won the Champions League with Real Madrid before all of these things started happening. You know, but then let us also look at the age of most of these players at Real Madrid at the time. Let us take into consideration the age factor of these players at the time where it was always against Leon that they were losing. 
let's look at the age factor and also look at after that afterwards when the zidane and all of them had left when um the new galatico started higuain cristiano Qatar, that came, and all that of that the foundation that's the time i'm talking about i mean oh all right yeah, but you said zidane no you said so you confused me you no, confused me because that is the player that comes to mind easily uh, hey, you but confused there me. was a time you know no, let's from, let's get no. back to when let's get back to when the new Galatico started, no. right? No, let's get back from to two thousand and five. On see, Jose Mourinho came into that thing, which was around twenty ten. Let us get back to when the new Galatico started and compare the Champions League experience in that team to the current PSG team when the new Galatico started. It was Cristiano and Kaká. And Ozil. Casillas and Ramos, Ozil. Di Maria, Ozil. Di Maria. Mm-hmm. all of these Cardinal. players at the time, except of course for Cristiano and Kaká and Casillas. A lot of these players at the time have not won the Champions League. They have not won the Champions League. And the crazy thing is, the biggest experience they had in the Champions League is playing with teams like some of them were playing with teams like Ajax in the Champions League. True. You know? So, the difference is clear here. The difference is really clear here. You have, compared to the PSG team, you have players who have spent seasons, multiple seasons in the Champions League. Players who have played in the quarter and semi-finals of the Champions League. Players who have won the Champions League. All paraded in the same team. Players who are individually brilliant. From goalkeeper Two forward. Who, I mean, no, no. Who are these players that have won it multiple times? Even no, I'm not. I not say no, multiple. I said played multiple seasons in the Champions League before before Mbappe. The same players before Mbappe even joined PSG, he was tearing up the Champions League with AS Monaco. Whether we like it or not. It is, it is so the same they thing happened with the players that PSG, I mean, that Real Madrid signed in. Di Maria was playing Champions League consistently with Benfica for God's sake. What are we talking about? As at that time, the likes of Shaka Hofer were playing UEFA Champions League game regularly. We, 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 have diver- we have diverted. We have diverted. Let's go Let's back, go to, back to Messi. Messi. Let's go back to he Messi and PSG. You were dancing around the fire before. Just cross no. it. I'm not dancing uh-huh. around it. You were dancing around it. I mean, it. the same Kylian Mbappe yeah, that we are calling the beast. You know, the beast was slain. The beast was slain. So. It is a collective failure of the player for God's And that is why people are not surprised. Because it is, I mean, because it no, is no, a no. PSG we have, we have, We have agreed though. Don't go back to it's a collective. No. I don't want to hear that collective. Simply because. Okay. If he's winning. By not qualifying them for. I mean. If he's winning. By not I want to tie. In as much as we want to tie the success of the team. Of winning. Of the team. To, to an me. individual. To an individual. We should and be able to was die. the one that did so 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 and Fred also goal and oh, Jerry. Wait first. You let, me finish. let me finish. Let I me finish. I know the kind Where of I know. I, I, mean, I know. I mean, Wait. I am not the kind of person Desmond. you know what I will come Desmond. out and say, eh, man, you did not qualify for this Desmond. Desmond. No, Desmond. that is not my style. No, 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 that is not the point here. That is not the point. No, we're not talking that individually. This is not an individual. I understand what you are saying. Shane The only problem I have with you right now with everything you said was the collective. She understands. That is the only no, 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 no. I, when I started this conversation, I said that was why the question I asked you was this: that I don't want to bring the other guy into it. We know he's retired. That's why I said maybe because he's not playing the competition. 
If he had done something on a Tuesday night, perhaps this would have delivered on Wednesday. Maybe he's not motivated enough. That was the question I asked you. Okay. Shea, yeah. So okay. no, no. Shea, okay. chill, chill. Wait, 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 wait. You wait. cannot question Messi for not being motivated anymore for God's sake because he has won everything. I mean, I think. Why are we not dragging him? That's my question. You are dragging him already. Yes. Why you are, are we dragging not dragging him? I'm not. I'm it not, is not in my position to drag I'm, him because that is not my style. And you, I, I mean, and you know me. No, this is not a case of dragging one this person one. or the other. Now let's let, let's this understand one. the whole situation. It is your style. We don't, we don't drag people for this show. Let me speak PG. We like to drag people that don't step up on this show. Messi did not step up over 180 minutes. So let us drag him. Don't let us dance around this thing. I beg. Let us say it the way it is. He's a goat. He just wants. He's just wants no. the people who are no. best. He's a goat. Please let us say this thing the way it is. Put the rope around his neck and No, let's let me let me remind him. Tomatoes. Let us fry him. Let me remind him. Come on. Him. Let me remind Come him. Come on. This one. That it was Hammer. on this same show many times that we talk about Virgil Van Dyke. Bam. Right. So tomorrow, let me just remind you that tomorrow, if somebody comes on this show and says. Virgil van Dijk is a better defender than John Terry is for at least the individual awards that he has won let us just accept it the way Terry, it is I mean, Amos, Amos, what you just said does, doesn't have any correlation with what we are saying here for God's sake uh, yeah, I mean, yeah. we are not talking, a, I, I mean you are not asking me if Messi is good as this another player no, mm. we are talking about him not stepping up in those games. Oh, of course. That's why we talk about Virgil van Dijk too. Exactly. We mentioned him against United when, when he did the thing. Ooh. We mentioned him against Real Madrid when he did the thing. Mm. Virgil van Dijk. Yeah, I'm saying it. We mentioned him multiple times when he did these things. What I am saying now is there was a game this very season. Okay, just a couple of weeks. It was actually him. It was Van Dijk. He left from Van Dijk. He left from Van Dijk. So, we saw saw a game, right? This very season in the French League. Mm. um, I think I can't remember the team PSG played against now, but they won um, with um, a messy goal. Was it a free kick or or a goal from outside the box? I can't remember now. It was a winner. It It was was a winner. winner It was a winner, yes. But in that game, the 4 3. Yeah, 4 3, something like that. I think they were were trailing 2 0 or 3 1 at some point. That game. Everything went to Messi for getting that goal, right? But in that particular game, even though Donnarumma considered three goals, he kept PSG in that game in the first half. At a point in the first half, he made double saves. Crazy double saves. Where was the defense? You don't know. But at the end of the day... It was all about Mbappé, and Messi. That is what we that are saying. That is what we are saying. You understand it That's what we are saying. You understand it I get what you are saying. Okay. But my point here is that PSG are so bad. And uh, about, I mean, about this thing that you said about Donnarumma making it, I mean, it is not synonymous with uh, Donnarumma and uh, maybe Messi or PSG alone. I mean, it is the unjust thing in football. And I think there true, was true. Yes, I mean, true. I agree with this one. Yeah. And, and, true. I wanted to talk about heroes. No, I wanted to talk about it actually because and I see Marcus Rashford being player player of the month no. for February now. In, and in there the was league. a time on this one. Jerry, Jerry, if I can remember, Sabacas 2021. I think on this show when we were still doing our question of the day, you know, I mean, I will come up with topics. And there was a scenario that you painted a goalkeeper making 
Ah, two of penalty saves. <laughs> I remember. A midfielder getting to the assist. I mean, the defender made goal like clearance. Yeah. I mean, a defender making three goal like clearance. And a striker scoring three goals. That we will give the man of the match. Majority of people were raving about the goalkeeper. I mean, about the striker. Forgetting about that it is on you, I mean, unusual for a goalkeeper to even make double save and make double penalty saves in a match. How much more of the penalty saves? So it is the position. I mean, it's only few people. We can actually argue, we can actually argue in favor of that. Because we all know that the most difficult thing in football. What crowns all the efforts in football is being able to put the ball in the back of the net Def- at the end of the day. No, definitely. But then you can also say that a striker can be so fortunate that he will just be standing in one place <laughs> and the ball will just roll, roll to him, him. and he will roll it in the back of the net. And we've seen, we've seen people like Yakuba Ebenia, with no. all due respect, no. miss goal line goals. I mean, you know, goal line goals. Let's go back. So you let's, let's finish this show. I mean, we, have, we have gone far. My you point, just can't my, say it. My point is clear. My point is clear. Last season, when Messi lost the penalty against uh, Real Madrid, nobody said this whole PSG team is just this. This whole PSG team is just that. Now, nobody or many people. Because me, I will say it. <laughs> mm. The playmaker. No, because the playmaker. You know, except, except <laughs> if argument comes to. Let's 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 move on. The, I mean, who, let's move on. My point has been passed, and um, if we are going to listen to the podcast later, at least um, our voices will be heard. My point is simple. Messi was nowhere to be found for 180 minutes. Um, this is. Um, I know he's not the only player on the field, and but then come on, you are the good, and you've just been crowned the FIFA best player. If you have scored a hat trick and come from behind, we'll be talking about that stats right now. So the fact that there's no stats, let's talk about them, and that's just what I'm doing. There's no boy, there's no sentiment. Of there. course, of course. And for those of you that want to drag, for those of you that want to drag Ronaldo into this conversation, I know where you guys will go. I know how you guys will flip this conversation. He's retired already. He has no peering on this convo. If he was the one that went 180 minutes against Bayern Munich and did not score one goal, I will drag his soul. I will drag his soul. So it is what it is. Of course, I said multiple times on this show. The goat flopped when when the whole World Cup winning or not. He flopped. I said it on this show. And if we are going to base that performance, I don't care. If we are going to base that performance on Canadian FIFA best, obviously he should not be getting that award. It's as simple as that. Okay, uh, you say FIFA best is tied to last year. It's a new year. Okay, we're counting 2023. Moving on. Results from the Europa League. <laughs> Round of 16 first leg saw goals from um, Stefano Sharawi and Marasham Kumbala. He did have to throw out a 2 0 win over Real Sociedad at the Stadio Olipico. And Bayer Leverkusen also defeated Ferencaros 2 0 at the Bay Arena. As Sporting Lisbon Arsenal battled to a thrilling 2 2 draw. Union Berlin came from behind three times and to draw Union St. Goloy 3 3 at home. Our Juventus at Freiburg 1 0 at the Alliance Stadium thanks to Angel Di Maria's 53rd minute goal. At Old Trafford, Manchester United made a winning return with the 4 1 trashing of Real Betis thanks to Marcus Rashford, Anthony, Bruno Fernandes, and Walt Wegos. Shaq and Donetsk and Feyenoord battled to a 1 1 draw. One second of goals from John Jordan and Eric Lavella saw Sevilla beat Fenerbahce 2 0 in Seville. Um, quickly, let's just power through this Europa League. Um, Roma Real said that we spoke about the Mario factor on Wednesday. It happened. Are you proud of your manager? 
Oh, I, I am I am delightful, uh, you know, of my manager <laughs> so far. And um, I'm actually very happy for him because when he made the move to Roma, um, you... In particular. You I, in particular. Yes. Jerry, in yes. particular, yes. you... He started this talk of football has left Football him. has left him and this and that. And I told you that at him. the end of May, when he wins a title, we'll talk about it. And he won a title. So that one has passed. And Jerry, and now, gave him his accolades, even though... It was an inconsequential European Cup. Oh, but then a European oh. Cup is an European Cup. Which oh. Astar is 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 we bet on? Which Astar we bet on? Yes, it's inconsequential. Oh, oh, Lazio, the Lazio chairman said the same. But Lazio are playing in the Conference League now. They should try and win the and inconsequential. Of course. To AZ Akma. AZ Akma. You know? So at the end of the day. Conference League will humble you. Now, now, he is in a position to qualify them for the Champions League. He is still. In the Europa League, and you know how these things are with this manager, this particular manager. When you make him get to like quarter final or semi final of this competition, then it becomes war. That is the difference between a manager like him and Conte and uh, Diego <laughs> Simeone because he gets to a point that Mourinho realizes I have to win. So that at that point, it does not matter the kind of football he plays, Aram or Disaram. He will play it just to get this man, you know. But then that's the difference. He has won. Talk to your brother. No, he has said it all. <laughs> I mean, and uh, there is nothing to to hard. It's right. I mean, you know, most Mourinho gets to to stages like uh, you know, quarter final of any uh competition. Then it, I mean, then it becomes extremely difficult for opponents, you know, to mm-hmm. get past him. And, I mean, that is the winning mentality. Stop of champion. You know. <laughs> speaking, speaking about stuff of champions, Arsenal. <laughs> It, it, it's it's playtime now. It's it, it's the knockout phases of the Europa Conference League, and it's that defining moment. Europa in the Europa league. league and uh, Europa, sorry, Europa League, and it's that defining moment in the league where every match, every three points are big, huge three points. And I think um, I think it was you that mentioned why Arsenal, a part of why they are actually thriving this season, is because um, you have to give kudos to the likes of my United Chelsea um, that have done it um, years playing on multiple fronts and winning. Um, they went to Sporting Lisbon and they played 2 2. Now they have to switch back to the league. I think they are playing Fulham. Mind you, Fulham has been very, very different, um, decent lately. So if, decent. if you think you are playing the regular Fulham and you are underrating them, they are not in the top half of the table for. There is no flu. Mm-hmm. Uh, Marco Silva has been, actually been doing a very decent job with them. And um, looking at that game now, looking at Arsenal, you know, we, we, we don't expect them to win, anyways, but they led that game. They were trailing too what they had to rally back. rally back and draw down my two two. Um, do you feel um, going to the reverse fixture, they can still do whatever it takes to win <coughs> and maintaining that focus in the league as well? Uh, well, I saw the game and uh, I think uh, Sporting Lisbon was very very impressive on the night. Uh, but then uh, Arsenal did well, you know, to come with a draw, and uh, I think that will only boost their morale and confidence because. Uh, you know, we know that if they if they are lost that match, then uh, uh, the the focus around the team would have been different. And uh, we know Sporting Lisbon in the last couple of uh, seasons also they've been very very impressive. You know, uh, both at home and uh, in Europe. So we cannot crucify us for going away and getting a two-two draw. You know, it was a good game, and uh, they took time also. You know, to rest some of their players. You know, they I mean they rested their goalkeeper and uh, Gabriel and uh, you know some 
some couple of other players. So I think for me, uh, the game against Fulham, you know, we we tell us how much, you know, of I mean, how much character and uh, resilience, you know, this team are because, like you said, Marco Silva and his boys have been very, very impressive this season. You know, this is a, I mean, this is a club that is knocking on the door of uh, Europa League, you know, qualification, and uh, we know. Uh, the likes of uh, Andras Pereira and William, how well, and, and even Tim Ree. I mean, even <coughs> Tim Ree that we think is not a good defender, you know, all of a sudden, you know, they, they are very compact, they don't give silly, I mean, silly goals anymore. And they can score goals as well. Mm. Mano Solomon is on a five, yes. I mean, five games. FPL people, make, take note, Mano Solomon, get him in your team. So, I, I mean, I think it's going to be a difficult game, you know, at, uh, I mean, at the Vicarage Road. So it will show Craving us. Cottage. I mean, crabbing. Oh, it don't say shall. Now what for? Now what for? The room. Now what for? I mean, at a crabbing cottage. So it's going to be a very difficult match. But I think Arsenal, you know, we do enough, perhaps, you know, to get a draw in that game. We should not be a bad result for them. Anyway, uh, don't let us waste time. Let's just go straight to my United. What a bounce back! What goes with the with the with the cream de la cream of goal, you know. <laughs> doing the business. Um, how impressed were you with that my United performance and especially Bruno Fernandes' performance um, in that game? Um, looking at Ten Hag, name him the same starting eleven, you know, against Betis. That was very brave of him. Um, let me start with Bruno. I I criticised him heavily. I've done that many times, but the game against Betis is one of the games where you could hardly find any fault of Bruno. He was in that game, mentally was in the game, physically was in the game. He led very well in that game. I want to give him his flowers. He did well in that game. He did well. And for the team, the starting 11 generally, they played very well. They showed why they are not an average team. Because it is not, it is actually not easy. Stop of champions. You know, it is actually not easy EFF losing by seven goals, <laughs> being battered. You know, and then playing and against butchered. the butcher was butchered. And then playing against an opposition from a country in Europe where you don't often get results, and you're winning emphatically. Kudos to United. They played very well. Um, I do hope they can ride on that. But still. I am the kind of person who, who likes to put everything on consistency. So I will wait for three more games and see how United approach these games and the result that they get from these games. And also watch these players individually before I can make any conclusion. But for that result, it was a very good result. Let, let, let's move on. Let's move on because of our time. Uh, result from the Europa Conference League round of 16 first legs on Nice FC Sheriff 1 0 away. Um, Slovan Bratislava twice came from behind to hold Basel to a 2 2 draw away. Anderlecht and Villarreal played out a 1 1 draw. Samuel Chico is there with an assist in that match. Fiorentina claimed the narrow 1 0 home win over Sivaspor against an Istanbul Bezek Sahaya battle to a 1 1 draw. Lek Poznan beat Dokaden 2 0 at home. A West Ham beat AEK Lanerka 2 0 away thanks to Mikel Antonio's first half double. Uh, Games from Europe's top five leagues um, this weekend in the Friendly League 1 saw Leo, um, they host um, Young, PSG travel to Brace, Oxford versus France, 
Clemenfoul versus Lens, Ajaccio versus Montpellier, Anguilla versus Toulouse, um, Laurent versus Troy, Nance versus Nice, Monaco versus Rams, we have Marseille, Westcom, uh, they welcome Strasbourg um, to the Velodrome. In the German Bundesliga, Log Leaders Bayern Munich welcome Augsburg to the Alliance Arena, FC Cologne play Bochum, Frankfurt face Stuttgart, Hertha Berlin host Mainz, Freiburg versus Hoffenheim, Werder Bremen versus Bayer Leverkusen, Wolfsburg versus Union Berlin, Borussia Dortmund travel to Schalke for RB Leipzig battle. Borussia Mönchengladbach at the Red Bull Arena in the Italian Serie A, Inter Milan travel to Spezia, Empoli host Udinese, Lecce versus Torino, Cremonese versus Fiorentina, um, Verona versus Monza, Bologna face Lazio, Roma um, um, play Satuolo at the Stadio Olimpico, Juventus host Sampdoria at the Alliance Stadium, while log leaders Napoli welcome Atalanta in the clash of the round at the Diego Amado Maradona Stadium in Naples. Napoli, Atalanta. Over 2.5. Yeah, we've seen that before. <laughs> both, both teams to score. Osimhen versus Ademola Lukman. Ah, his form has really dipped in recent times. Lukman. Yeah. Osimhen is still the only the, the one we can talk about. Lukman, his form really deep, especially since he started the whole comparison thing with um, Osimhen. I came out in the media to say, since then it has been. <laughs> it's so it's so don't it's so don't feel. You have for you to play mind games. You have to be very mentally strong mentally strong. yourself. It's not Napoli to win this one. Uh, well, I mean, they should be winning. We saw Napoli against Lazio, and uh, they, were, they were going to win. Uh, My brother, they denied us money. Play, a place of they, pain. They denied us money. It's not difficult. You know, it is. It is. I mean, it is actually a difficult one. You know, we don't know the Napoli. Meanwhile, you know they they will be having a Champions League game uh, next week, so uh, we don't know if I mean if the manager will be resting uh, some of his players because they they are having a healthy league, you know, over the arrivals in Syria now, so they can actually manage, you know, to to mm, that could play a part though in know, the Atalanta game, you know, to shuffle. Uh, the squad and uh but overall i think uh napoli have been a very very strong team this is a i mean and i don't think they want to lose back-to-back home game in syria so perhaps they might be ending this by the okay all right um in the spanish la liga cadiz play a tough here face real valladolid um celta we go back to real valencano it's valencia versus usasuna de mestaya uh mallorca versus real um, real sociedad villarreal versus real betis sevilla host almeria uh log leaders barcelona travel to atletico bilbao defending champions real madrid welcome espanol um to the stadio um to santiago Bernabéu. finally in the english premier league liverpool travel to the vitality stadium to face bonobot in that early kickoff everton host brentford at goodison park leeds united they battle bright uh, brighton and over albion at ellen road Leicester City face Chelsea at the King Power Stadium. Sports play Nottingham Forest at the Tottenham Hotspur Stadium. It's West Ham versus Aston Villa at the London Stadium. Newcastle United versus Wolves at St James's Park. Man United versus Southampton at Old Trafford defending champions. Manchester City travel to Sellers Park to face Crystal Palace. Why Fulham welcome log leaders Arsenal um, to Craven Cottage in that London derby. Um, Liverpool, Bournemouth. Let's uh, power through. I mean. It's safe to say that 7 0, they should be winning 5 0 now. Liverpool are really kick off or not. They will discover their scoring boats, mm. but mind you, they are going to Santiago Bernabeu uh, next week, you know. To, uh, uh, they, they have to play Bonham first, you know, so they are so, winning. 
So I mean, we don't know. This manager might also want to, you know, my. I mean, we'll be using one eye, you know, to. Oh, look to, at to, that to look at how you like, might mean, turn things around yeah, against my. Oh, so oh. I mean, it might actually be, oh. but then. Liverpool show But Bournemouth have shown themselves to be quite uh, Ah, Bournemouth, they, 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 they are very useless They've shown themselves to be quite sticky No, no, they've shown themselves to be quite They still drew they, they drew, they drew no, Chill, okay. chill, chill They drew Man City some couple of weeks back At the Emirates, they led by 2-0 So if Liverpool do not pay attention And it is an early kickoff That doesn't favour the big teams Hey! That, that, you I said, don't know if you are thinking what I'm thinking. I, I am thinking what you are thinking. Sabinus. You know, but but <laughs> one more than not the team to if, if we are saying Everton in an early kickoff game, mm. not against Liverpool actually. If we're saying Everton, we're saying team like Villa against Liverpool in an early kickoff game, then we can be talking about things like this. But more, no, no. Are you saying they will open the area? That they will open every. Another seven You know, if we are talking Burnley, yeah. no, the Liverpool no. should be winning this by five no. goals at least. Come on. <laughs> I don't think it's going to yeah, be yeah, a scandalous scholar. Scandalous scholar. But you say seven zero is a scandalous scholar. You already said. <laughs> Leicester City, Chelsea. I don't know what, what should we expect. Ah, come on, come on. Let me take this. <laughs> Come on, man. don't do that. Don't do that. Don't do that. Okay, okay. I, I'd like to take this because I have been one of the very few people who have um, stuck behind Porter doing all of yeah, yeah, all of this. I, I actually did. Is this football club? It doesn't matter. Matter. It doesn't matter. And you know, you know that the it time at the time when I started to. I was not doing so. It was the wretches were actually really, really struggling. Struggling, and I was not doing so to rub anything in anybody's face. I was doing it from from a genuine place. Mm. So, with small hints of alcohol. Now, I want, I want this. It is going to be a very difficult game because Leicester. Let's let's be clear about this. Leicester are also struggling, and Brenda Rogers, whether we like it or not, is also in the hot seat. Yeah. And this is a time where he will not want to lose his job. This is a manager that lost his job at Liverpool, went to Celtic or something. He did well, came here at he the back well. of at the back of a European qualification, by the way. Yeah. And he did he did well he, too. He, you can he say he did well, well too. But last, now he is struggling. Mm. And also. Chelsea are at the point, in my opinion, I think this is the best time for Chelsea to play a team like Leicester. Because at the back of back-to-back wins, however it happens, nobody cares. Whether it is one goal, we saw Spain win the World Cup with every match, every game, <laughs> one goal margin, one goal. Whether it's one goal or not, whether it's dirty or not, this is the time where Chelsea needs to take every th- three points, however they can take it. And I say it is the better time to play Leicester because they are coming in at the back of two wins. So Chelsea should be not the comfortable side but i think they should be in the good frame of mind mentally to be able to win this mm. so i'll give it to them yeah he's right i mean uh, I, I mean i know it's not going to be easy mm-hmm. uh mm-hmm. let's really struggling and uh, at a point in time it looked like you know they found their form and then that i mean the last match you know they felt like like a pack of cards and uh, so this match you know they want to you know rediscover that they are winning touch and put themselves away from the relegation scrap but then Chelsea also you know all of a sudden uh you know they they know how to defend and uh, they they found a way you know to put the ball in the back of the net and uh, we know that if things click we know that Leicester City will give away chances mm-hmm, you know mm-hmm. my problem has always been with Chelsea you know converting those their chances, chances yes. so but if they do convert their chances I see them you know coming with the three points uh from uh 
Leicester City. All right, uh, United should be getting back to winning ways against Adam team. We know they are struggling. We know they are relegation threatening team. They want to, but they come on. I will try for three points. Amos, uh, three points. Yeah, yes, three points. I mean, what's three points? This one is never for the. No. shot of it. Manchester United is not Chelsea for you. Well, for God's sake, I mean, if I mean, if, if that performance play? against Real Betis is anything to go by, it shows that there's no shortage of confidence from that team. Of and they course. Be getting so the performances for Manchester United for majority of this season has been really excellent, you know, and that. Lotex, Which one steps up, Daddy? I mean, Lotex, Stegwala. Which one steps up? No, Lotex. Lotex. Man City going against um, Crystal Palace. Uh, if you know Guardiola, you know Crystal Palace is that boogie team. Yeah. You never know which Crystal Palace will step up. And they've just uh, I'm not allowed to use that word. They have it, <laughs> but it's okay. Um, um it's safe to play uh, Man City. We need that half of that. Man City chasing the title now. They should be getting maximum points. I say lost back. They should be getting it because I mean I, I it, it's not as if Crystal Palace has been really. They've not been good this season. Yeah, you know, they, they've, they've been struggling. They've not. But then we know that. Uh, uh, I mean, we know that they've become some sort of boogie team for Guardiola, you know, in recent time uh, with uh, with uh, Patrick Vieira mm-hmm. in charge. But then, if they want to pull closer, you know, if they want to put some sort of prayer oh, on Arsenal, Arsenal, then they should be winning this match. But mind you, also, it seems that they too will be playing Champions League football. Uh, I mean, in the coming week, mm-hmm. and that. Uh, they played one one with Leipzig. One one with Leipzig. Doing Guardiola, so, I want to rest a few players. So and the Mayans drop points. So it is. I mean, it is a not safe. One, but then not safe. Issue, I mean, not safe. It. Not safe. Amos. Yeah. Not yes. safe. Not safe. Not safe. Really not safe. All right. It, it, um, it's a money thing. It's not safe. It's not safe. Um, Arsenal at Craven Cottage. You, you spoke about it earlier. Um, London derby. They should be careful. Very very careful against this Marco very Silva's impressive Fulham side. You know. I mean, uh, Mano Solomon is in the form of his life, you know, William that we all thought, you know, is... Former Arsenal man. Former Arsenal man. We all thought he was fasting then, you know, he went back home, now he has come to uh, Calvin Cottage and uh, he seems to reborn, a man that is reborn. Arthur. And there is one Joao Pahinha in that midfield, yeah. you know, who has been really, really Tackles impressive this season, you know, yeah. tackle, interception, and he's got eye for goals too, you know, rockets from the midfield, I mean, from the midfield, so, uh, Asna, be careful, a woman, no longer, be careful, <laughs> <laughs> be careful. <laughs> Asna, they, they should win it, they, they, they are winning that. they want to show stuff of champions, they, they, are, winning should, they, should winning. they are winning that game, this is, this is the time of the season where, um, their resolve is actually really tested to see the kind of team that they are, so they should be winning. Easy. All right, uh, let's. Uh, we are leaving here by six. Don't worry. Um, let, let's take a few calls. The number to call is zero um, seven zero two five 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 one zero four five. We've spoken about a lot. I know you guys um, really want to talk about the messy situation. Yes, let's talk to each other. Also, if you want to send your SMS, send it to zero eight zero two two nine nine one zero four five zero eight zero two two nine nine one zero four five. Hello. Hello, good evening, Chris. Yeah, good evening, Chris. How are you doing? I'm fine. Good evening, best man. And good evening to Amos, right? Good evening, Chris. Good evening, Chris. It's been a minute. Yeah, it's been a while. I've been on the match. All right. Uh, good evening, guys. Thank you for having me. We can't just say thank you and welcome to the celebration. Yeah, thank you, sir. Thank you. Let me start from the flying eagles. I think the Amos said that I was in charge of giving them that $5,000, which after they lost that 
match against uh, Gambia, they are rested. When a player or something are going to play, the motivation should come before the match, not after the match. They are the next one zero, and you are giving the five thousand, and they are beating somebody three zero now. You are clamoring. I think it's good for them anyway. They be able to make their record ticket. So let Ladabusu just try and bring in experienced guys from outside and add some salt and ingredients to that team to make it a better decision. Because seriously, the team are lacking some some goals and some ideas. It's all look up. With some experienced players and exposure, you should be able to go find the record. And that is for the flying again. And for messages, somebody like I want the Senate to go for eight more titles. Yes, because we've seen him, he's seen it and done it all. But you see, other cars are now coming on. The Ferrari, the Red Bulls, uh, Aston Martin, they are coming and they are coming with a faster engine. You don't have to be doing the same thing the same time as they spent before we joined. We have some messages to upgrade their grid, upgrade their system, their engines to compete with these guys. I think there will be a tall order for the Zambian team, just like last season. But still, not still, he's still a good driver, a very good driver at that. So, messages should be careful about it. They may lose the construction champion this year. And I, 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 don't, I, don't, I don't want that meeting to, to lose that. So, it's, it's good for the TLE days. The TLE days. Uh, yeah, we are with you, but I want you to just wrap up so that we can take other calls. You feel me? For mercy, for mercy, sincerely, I'm privileged, or will I say, we are privileged to have Messi and Ronaldo in this generation. In this generation, well, to be said, Messi has been able to test the social PNG. He said, I want to bless you to that. Yes, he did it at the Tina and he won the World Cup. Yes. But, Analysis the number to call is still 0702 555 1045 0702 555 1045. This number is for yeah, those of you that don't know, this is this is wait, let me introduce you to our people. <laughs> this is Ike, the Ghana man Okoye, the number one Ghana fan. If you don't know, you know. The one that says the truth compares to Victor and 
DJ Dapsy, I said DJ Dapsy. <laughs> <laughs> DJ Nelson and the likes of them. Come on. Ike, it's been a minute. What's up? You know, we heard everything you said, we said today. I'll be your contribution. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, see, yeah, I'm probably only going to talk about Messi. Okay. Um, see, <laughs> he touched you. He touched you. Mr. Jerry. Cut that guy from. Why? Why should I cut it from Slack? five year old guy. Oh, no, oh, oh, are you, old? Oh. are you serious? Wait. Are you serious? I know, I know where you want to go to. I oh, know yeah. where you want to go to. Oh, yeah. Right? Mm. Um, you know, imagine an old man mm. who is 70 years. Okay. Jumping a gota okay. successfully. Okay. What are you going to do? You hail him, right? Mm. Because you didn't expect it, mm. right? Mm. Now, when he attempts another one and falls into that gota, what do you do? Do you not decide to criticize him just because you held him the other time? Mm. But at that time, at that stage, sentiments will come in. Come down, this man, an old man. You know, you expect him to, to oh, you know, okay. make some mistakes at times because oh, of his age. Oh, okay. Yeah, say, yeah, what, what yeah, are you saying now? I'm, that's where I'm bringing you to, and, that, and okay. that's the reality. What was uh, the reality? The stuff on ground. Mm. Now, you do know, you do know that, that uh, I'm neither a fan of Messi I know, I know. or Ronaldo. I know. So, this is not me trying to, you know, hail Messi because I'm a Messi fan. We are not bringing Ronaldo into this conversation. We are bringing uh, a Messi no, 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 no. I'm, I'm that just won the FIFA World Best, old man or not. Old man or not. He still delivered and cemented his status as the greatest of all time. Old man or not. So come on. So what do you want him to do? You want him to be doing the stuff he was doing when he was doing his No, for 180 minutes, there's no stats to back. Since people love stats these days, I did not see Even at his peak, there were days when he would be off. And you will not see him in the game. 190 minutes, 180 minutes, 120 minutes. Oh, you will know that for sure because you're an Arsenal fan. It happened happened very much in games against Arsenal. And again, like I said, you don't expect magic again from that young man. Ah! Sorry, from the old man. From the old man. From man. From the old man. Be correcting yourself. Be old man. Emi Sefa, the old man, you know. Yeah, like, <laughs> you are very young. Oji, you are very young. Oji, you, you, you do remember that even when Ronaldo was at Man United. We promise not to bring Ronaldo into this conversation. Like Don't let us that be. That was why I was of the opinion. When Ronaldo was still heading the uh, the forward of uh, of um, Man United, that they need to be using Rashford a bit more often. And it was when that they were just giving this guy a role. You know, they should be reserving for somebody else. It's just because of what he has achieved that they were canning him with that position. Because the guy is aged. He will do his magic one or two other times. But see, you gotta cut the Not, not in the Champions League knockout phase. This is his, this are the stuff for the big boys to step up. He's a big boy. Like, let him put like up his let him let him put on let him put on his big boy Bayern pants Bonish. and step up. Over one hundred eighty minutes. Come on. They played against Bayern Bonish and oh. you watch that game. Those oh. guys they, they brought their A game, the last game in the first first half, gave them match to match. He, there was no way he was going to compete with those young guys' energy. Okay. And, and somebody said it the other time that PSG, PSG might look like a team that comes to, you know, the Champions League, quarterfinal, final one time, semi-finals like that. But at the end of the day, sometimes, I don't know, I don't know if it happens to other people. You look at that squad, the next 
the front line are maybe one or two person in the middle and then you start to doubt others when you bring them into another team okay. right okay and okay i've heard so, it so see eh, but i'm not using all those as excuses you are you are actually you are you are Yes, mm. I get where you're coming from. Mm. When you do good, we should heal you. Exactly. When your team is doing well, if your team is doing well, and we single you out to heal you for what the team is doing, then we should as well also criticize Thank you, you when the team Thank you. is doing bad. That is all it's I'm exact about. Same thing that is applicable to a coach. Exactly. You know when you heal them when the team is doing well. Exactly. And you look for someone else to blame when the team is doing bad. Exactly. I, I absolutely understand. Exactly. You. All I am saying is. He's old. He's messy. old. We should chill for him. He's old. I beg. I beg. Have this he? guy has paid his dues. I don't need... He needs no death I hear right you. now. I he hear you. No because death. of you. Because Let of you, rest. my priest. Because of you. I will stand down. Because of you. <laughs> <laughs> no, Allah. Thank you for calling. All right, guys. All right. Let's see if I can take one more call. One more call. One more call. Then we leave this place. You know about to call is 0702555 Um, Amos, I accept because Messi is old, we should leave him. Man, you know that there, there is this thing. No, 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 I didn't put it like that. Okay, sorry, let me pick this call. I didn't put it like that, but then hey. Hello? Good evening. Good evening, sir. You're our last caller, sir. Oh, Mr. Jimo, how are you doing, sir? Hi, I'm doing fine. All right, so it's raining, it's raining in our place that millennials think are praying. Oh, wow! Oh, wow! Yes, oh, it's wow. raining, seriously. Oh, wow! Now, oh. let me just keep me looking. Uh, when somebody play for three, uh, let me say three years, <laughs> one guy is minutes. Okay, work for one year. Okay, as you stand, work for one year. Okay, in fact, I was taken aback. Where do you go? Where do you go? We have to Okay. In fact, uh, I don't know what to do. Maybe you should start the coach of PSG. I don't know because the materials now are there. So what else? What do you want people to do now? So we have the players. The strikers are there. Okay. So you cannot utilize that. What do you want to do from Akure? Thank you. Alright, thank you so much. <laughs> I'm sorry, that's all the call we can talk today. This message says JT and Amos, why are you guys against Messi? Is he the only one in that mediocre PSG team? Oh, really? Even if that team had TR7, I'm pretty sure they will still be kudos to my Desmond there from um Akim General AK from a constructor. I know you guys are still going to make this about Ronaldo. Um oh, this message is not complete. Um, it's a, um, therefore, Messi, let's accept the fact that the guy is old. Congratulations, Lightning Eagles for zero against Tunisia. I'm guessing this is from Freedom um, from you, um, Trafford. Happy birthday to you, though. Um, yes, happy belated birthday. Yesterday was your birthday. Then, um, ah, I can't remember your name now. Somebody celebrating his birthday in the group today. I think Victor, I can't really remember. Anyways, um, Amos, your final take. That's when your final take. Let's leave here quickly. One, one minute. We're out of time. Ah, okay. Uh, so. Um, the, let's talk about. Let me start from um, old Ike. Is yeah. old. <laughs> they say it's not old. That yeah, you know, she just you know, cut it off. Yeah, of course. Uh, talking about Messi paying his dues, I, I think I think I I came um, to a knife fight with um, an automated rifle, and that's not good enough. We all know that some of these players have paid their dues, and it will be um, uh, a, a very crazy of anybody to say. Right, Messi has not paid his dues. He has paid his dues. We're only talking about a game. 
and two games. Oh, we know. Yeah. We, we are not bringing. We are not bringing. We are not bringing, his, are not bringing, are not bringing his legacy. It's just those short games. That's all. Because at, at 35, we saw. We know a certain player that was scoring hat tricks to save a Champions League <laughs> game. Again, you know, against yeah, against the top <laughs> opponent. As well. I mean, we so the... let's not do all of that. But then, um, for the games this weekend. Let's you know. Let's just enjoy football. Hopefully, United are back. Like I said earlier, I need consistency to be able to um, stamp anything that they are going through right now. And also, and also, even a part of me, I'm a United fan. I should not be liking Chelsea in any way. But then a part of me just is really rooting for um, Grand Potter that he comes through. Even though I know it is very slim for a British manager, an English manager, I beg your pardon, to win the league in the EPL. I still want him to. I want things to get better for him and at least he spends a few seasons at Chelsea taking them to where the club should be even if not in the league at least in Europe you know and so it will not be a thing of um, a huge mistake that Chelsea brought him in in the first place. Alright, there's one. Uh, well, uh, it is another weekend and uh, there are so many, I mean so many, many games you know to look out for. You know. uh, yes, I, mean, I would just tell people you know to go out there and enjoy themselves and that. Uh, if you are sticking, please stick wisely and stick with what you can afford to lose. You know, don't go and stick with your house rent. Don't go and stick with your school fee. You know, and don't go yeah. and stick with your son or daughter school fee. It's very important. And I mean, and on the Grand Potter issue, you know, uh, I mean, I know a whole lot of people, you know, were trying as much as possible, you know, to put Chelsea Wolves in recent time, you know, on the manager. And, Excusing the players that have been very, very abysmal this season. And, uh, for people, you know, who have been extolling the virtue of some players who have not come up, you know, who have not stepped up, you know, I I am not surprised. I mean, you are seeing a Chelsea team, you know, uh, with the likes of uh, Kai Havertz missing out. I mean, you didn't see Chelsea in the time of uh, the likes of uh, Frank Lampard at his peak, you know, mm-hmm. Michael Ballard. You know, McLean, and the John Terry, I mean, so and the Ashley Cole. So it is, it is expected of you, you know, to accept this mediocrity, you know, what it is coming, you know, from these players. But mind you, you know, better this, so that is why. See we are your serious on, face. You know, and, uh, I just wish all of you a very lovely weekend. You know, have an amazing time. All right, that's all. Out of trouble. That's all we can take this lovely evening. Thank you guys so much for tuning in from the listeners. Uh, to the callers or those of you that sent us messages, thanks to Desmond for killing it. Thanks for Amos for killing it. And thanks to everybody uh, that kept you real. Join us again on Monday for the banter edition of Talk About Us. Well, we are still located at Empire Building Number One in Fedora, Arulo Street. We are in BJ Free Station in Oshokoti Layout, adjacent to Lufo Macro on those days. So kindly reach out to us for your advert and sponsorship on Empire Radio 104.5 FM, where you'll be guaranteed nothing but first class service on radio. God bless you all. Stay safe out there. Have yourself a fantastic weekend. This is Jerry Foma, the Jade Wonder, and I'm signing out.